Hey, you guys. We are so excited for you to listen to our extra, extra episode today. And we hope that you love the content that we have for you today. However, I will let you know, after we finish talking a little bit about the Barbie movie, we will be covering topics of depression and self-harm. And we just want you guys to take care of yourselves. We love you besties so much. And if anything that we're going to say today might upset you, just click out. We'll be here next Sunday. And enjoy the episode. Hello. Hello. We're coming at you today with a little bit of an unexpected podcast. We still wanted to give you content on this lovely Sunday, but we've had some technical difficulties. So we just wanted to hop on and let you know what's going on. I'm going to let Clear take over. Yeah, so it turns out when you buy the most expensive, like, quote-unquote, nicest microphone on the market, that doesn't really mean anything because all you have to do is try to adjust it while filming and the whole thing will die on you and it will just give out. And it won't work whatsoever anymore. So, here we are. I am filming on my Apple iPhone headphones and just hoping, living on a prayer, hoping that something will sound okay for you guys. But I will do what I can to try and figure out this microphone situation for next week because we had a really, really exciting episode planned for you guys. And it's just not going to happen this week. But we will have it for you later, so don't you worry. You're pretty little heads about it, because we will still get it out. And I will... I mean, I will Karen, whoever I have to Karen, to get a new mic, a new cord, a whole new setup if I have to. Yeah. Because this just is unacceptable. I've had this microphone for less than a year. And it's just going to die on me because I tried to adjust it. Like Garrett and I were recording our pre-planned recorded episode. And I said, hold on, let me just adjust my mic really quick. I moved it like a quarter of a centimeter. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing just died. It's really sad and sucky because me and Chloe put a lot of work into this week's episode. And we were really excited for everyone to hear it. But like we always say, everything happens for a reason. So we're just going to live, laugh, learn from it, and we'll fix it for you guys. That's true. Everything does happen for a reason, but this is just unacceptable, Garrett. Like, this is like a high-quality, high-dollar item. Like, too much money was spent on this item for it to break this quickly after only, what, 22 episodes? That's true. You have, like, a really, really, really nice mic. I don't want to put them on blast, but that is unacceptable, and... I'd be pissed, so go Karen them and get your I mean, I'm going to put it on blast. I have a Blue Yeti mic, you guys, and I tried to adjust it a tiny bit just to get the microphone facing me a little bit more, and now it's not going to work whatsoever. So I'm pretty upset about it, but like Garrett said, the most important thing is that people get a little something to listen to on their Sunday. And the last thing we would ever want to do is disappoint. So we are here. But full disclosure, we're here. At least half of us are here with the free headphones that come with an iPhone. <laughs> so 
The audio will not be great for this episode, but we are working on it. I will figure something out. I will call who I need to call. I will do what I need to do. I mean, honestly, I'm hoping that I just need to replace the cord. Yeah. That would be ideal. But if it's the mic that's messed up, then I'm not replacing it. They better replace it for me because that's unacceptable. That's not acceptable at all. Just call Blue Yeti up and be like, yo. Your shit's fucked. You're ruining my podcast. You're ruining not only my day, but my week. And also and my listeners week. That's what I was about to say. Like, and our besties, like a whole community you've now had to disturb. And all we wanted to do was do an album review for our besties. Chloe literally tweaked her mic. Tweaked it. It's God like the perfect word because it was just a tweak. There should be no if and buts about it. It should be replaced not only within the week, within the 24 hours. There's no excuse for it. I mean, imagine if you were in Yellowstone, the show, and you were working on the Dutton Ranch, and you were on a horse, and you tweaked the reins to turn to the right just the slightest bit, and the horse just keeled over and died under you. You'd be going straight to John Dutton. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go straight to the John Dutton of Blue Yeti. And I'm going to be like, what the fuck is your fucking problem, bro? Anyways, we're not here to bring you guys negativity, but I'm feeling pretty irritated right now. I'm feeling like a Karen. And the main reason why I'm feeling like a Karen is because we had the fucking best episode potentially yet planned for you tonight. And we had just gotten started on it when this whole fiasco took place. And Garrett and I have both worked a full days of work today and we came home and we were ready to record and everything was going well. And you know what, Garrett? I really think it's because I got too cocky because before we recorded, I just had to go and talk about how proud I was of us for recording every week and putting out new content every week. And that was just me putting my big fat foot in my big fat mouth. The whole thing's my fault. I should never have adjusted it. I don't even know what to (laughs) say. I'm so upset. Like you guys, I don't handle stuff like this very well because when something doesn't work for me, but I'm working, like I'm in my working mode, but something else isn't working for me, I'm, I don't handle it well because, like, I'm just, I'm irritated because I'm, like, I paid too much money for this mic to be here and too much money for that stupid black cord that just died on me. I don't know what's going on, but Garrett, please, please, please tell me what's going on with you for this extra, extra because we need to turn the tables. We need to shift the energy and we need to get to a different place. Okay, so for this extra extra, I have one thing I want to discuss, which I think is going to give our listeners what they deserve. So I went to go see Barbie this past weekend. So I'm going to be giving my review, my thoughts, opinions to you guys. I mean, tell me everything I need to know, because for those of you listening, I haven't seen it yet. So this is really exciting for me. All right. So I want to give my review of Barbie because I did my civic duty and went to see the movie for Chloe. And I'm about to give you all the tea. 
So first things first, I want to talk about the way it was shot and like the direction that it went was very mm. unique because okay. there's a lot of voiceovers mm. and sporadically throughout the whole movie. The best way I can describe it is it was very pretty. Like every scene was gorgeous. Like if I ever directed a video and was in charge of like the sets and stuff, chef's kiss outfits, she was wearing archival Chanel. So like, I mean, it was there. What was interesting was the way they wrote it. So it was very much like they were all dolls kind of like, hey Barbie, hey Barbie, like very much like that. And skip all of this if you don't want any spoilers to Barbie. I'm not going to spoil the whole thing, but I'm going to give like clues to what the plot's about. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We love you. Bye. Bye. So basically... Barbie is living her best life, living the same day over and over again, right? But then all of a sudden, she stops working. Like, her feet go flat. She doesn't float anymore. She's starting to think about death. Like, stuff like that. And I will say, it's super funny. Like, everyone was laughing out loud. Like, it was really cute the whole time. So, the whole thing, she's, like, starting to lose her powers. And then she goes to Weird Barbie. And she's, like, Weird Barbie tells her that, basically, the human that owns her is like disconnected from her in the real world. So she has to go to the real world to find them and connect with them and like learn what's going on. So on the way, she brings Ken. Ken goes to the real world and finds out that men are treated like Barbie because everyone like Ken's are nothing in Barbie land. Like women are like president. Like there's like there's no male like authority. Like Ken's just like- In Barbie land, women rule the world. Exactly. How it should be. Exactly. So then they go to the real world and Ken finds out that men are like in charge and like own everything. So then he goes back to Barbie land, tells all the Kins about it, and then like they try to take over Barbie land. So long story short, it was really cute. I don't think Chloe would like it. I liked it and will watch it again. Oh. But I, I think if you watched it, you would be like, yeah, that wasn't really my jam. Oh my god, that's such a hot take. I hope you like it. It just was not what I was expecting. I think this movie was 100% made for the adults who grew up playing with Barbie. And I can really appreciate that because I think it's really special that they made a sort of childlike movie that's made for the adults. And I've seen a lot of TikTok stuff that's talking about how like this is healing the inner child. And this is like really therapeutic and healing for people and people are going out and getting their Barbies and stuff. I do really think that this Barbie movie is made for adults. However, I've seen a lot of children going to see it. In fact, in Austin, I've been in multiple restaurants or things like that where I see kids like dressed in Barbie head to toe, pink head to toe, like Barbie branded merch head to toe. And I'm like, oh, are you guys going to see the movie? And they're like, yeah, we're going right after we eat or whatever. So a lot of children are going to see it, but I don't know. But I will say also, for anyone listening, I'm a hater for almost every movie. (laughs) So, like, I'm always the person to give this kind of an opinion. And I also tend to like things after their, like, fame and fortune has gone away and then, like, 10 months later, I'll watch the Barbie movie and I'll be like, oh my God, you guys, this is the best movie ever. I wanted to talk about the history. They did such good research on this movie and they did include a lot of discontinued Barbies and Kens. Like they had Alan, then they had like a sugar daddy Ken. They also did so good with like the origin of Barbie and they talked about 
how it was like supposed to empower women, but it also talked about had like the point of view of like it's not really healthy standards. So they included like more diverse casting and like had different Barbies. And Margot Robbie, she was called the stereotypical Barbie. And then at the end, she was like, I have like nothing special about me. It was inclusive and it was done right, but not in a cringy way. Like it made sense. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like, ugh, like what are y'all doing? It was good, tasteful, included everyone, supported everyone, and I loved it. I love that the men are put down in Barbie land. And I hope that people take that away like, okay, yeah, this is actually making fun of America. I've seen that that's a hot take, especially for a group of some people that they don't like that men are put down in this movie. And like, they don't see kind of like, I guess they don't see the double standards. Like it's actually a mirror. Like you're looking at yourself. This is how you treat women. So like it's making fun of you, but you can't pick up on that because you're a part of the problem. Like Ken was made as an accessory, like get over it. And also if you're thinking that way, don't go see Barbie. It wasn't made for you. It's made for the girls, the gays, and days. Like, don't go. If you want to watch a fucking movie about guys and guy dolls, go watch the fucking G.I. Joe movie. Like, there's plenty of movies where the men are lead roles treating women like shit. So if you want to go see it. There's an excess. Exactly. I've said this a hundred times. I am excited to see the movie. I really do want to see it. But... I mean, and I'm excited to see the... Okay, I, I just don't think you're gonna like it like I've seen it and I, I swear like the first 10 minutes I was like this is not for Chloe I, I thought that in the movie theater I just oh don't think God. it's your cup of tea no I want to be wrong but I will say you know what made my experience 200 times better Chloe what so Barbie has been like sold out literally every time I looked so we had to go like Saturday at 4 o'clock so we went the movie theater was packed like it was a huge movie theater slam full so go in super early and there's like six people in the movie theater she's like what are the odds like no one's gonna be beside us like where we're sitting we go to the row and there's this old man and woman right beside jared so it was the old man old woman jared me i was like oh god i hope that he's not one of the people that is gonna hate it like oh my god like this is anti-man so i was a little nervous going into it but throughout the movie first two minutes they're both cackling out loud the man's hitting his leg laughing they're the cutest (laughs) they are so cute i like looked over at one point the woman's like giggling and they're in their like 70s probably and like they're just going out to the movies and they were so cute they loved it absolutely loved it but then on my side so it was me and then this man and woman and the man was trying to talk to me the whole entire movie (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was like, Ken. Say at, what? Yeah, Ken at some point was wearing like three watches, and he was like, hey, he can't read those watches. Like, why is he wearing them? I was like, ha ha. Shut don't the, talk to me. Don't like, talk to fuck? me. I'm trying first to watch of all, the movie. First rule of cinema etiquette: you don't talk to strangers next to you during the movie. What the? F- oh no no no! It wasn't just one time. It was like three or four times. <sighs> And by the end, Jared was like, what the, who is like talking to you? I'm like, I don't, like, this is weird. And we're like cram packed. It wasn't one of the theaters that had like reclining chairs. Like I thought I was going to. So it was like the old style where like, we're crammed like sardines, babe. So Mm. it was good and bad. Like I was just staring at the old couple the whole time. They were just cracking me up. Like they were living for the whole movie. Well, that's one thing that I've really liked. So 
I've already said a hundred times, but I haven't seen the movie yet, but I've seen a lot of stuff on TikTok and like, I guess one of the things that I really like that I've seen on TikTok is all the old people who are going to see it and they seem to be really enjoying it. And I love that for them. And like, I love the grown up Barbie movie idea for those of us who are adults now and who are dealing with real shit, but they get to go watch a Barbie movie and be like taken back to their childhood days. And I've also seen TikToks about people being like, okay, after I saw the Barbie movie, like I'm getting my old Barbies out and they're giving me so much therapeutic, like nostalgic goodness. I'm so here for all of that. And I'm not a hater of the Barbie movie. I haven't seen it yet. It does scare me to my core that Garrett thinks that I won't like it because Garrett knows me better than anyone else in the world. So like if he doesn't think I'm going to like it, He's probably right. However, no, no, no. Well, I, I think it might take you a couple times to get into it because it's just so unique. Like, there's nothing I can compare it to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna go watch the movie with an open mind. Hopefully, <laughs> I'll be able to do it soon so that you guys can hear an update. But the thing is, is like, you guys, I'm poor as can be. I just closed a bank account today. And they were like, do you want us to send you a check of the remainder of the account? And I was like, sure. That check is for 93 cents, you guys. So like I'm poor, poor right now. And so I haven't been able to see the movie because I can't afford to go see the movie. Like I'm just gonna be really fucking real with you about that. And I wanna see it. Like even, even me talking shit right now, I want to see it so badly and there's so much hype about it and I want to see it and I've seen a million TikToks about people being like, every girl is going to be Barbie for Halloween this year. Like, I won't be, I can promise you that, but it's just, I'm excited to see it. I, I'm happy for the like nostalgic child healing, inner healing kind of aspects of it. Yeah. I'm That's excited what... to see what Ryan Gosling does because I like him as an actor and I think he's funny. I think he's capable of a lot of things. And I fought for him at the beginning of this, like several episodes ago. I'm excited about that. I'm just going to see what, what I think. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I don't know. I can't say anything more other than I'm going to see what I think about it. Well, I'm excited for you to watch it and get your thoughts and opinions on it. Growing up as a girl who played with Barbies, and when I grew up as a girl, there was a certain standard of Barbie. There was a certain standard of, like, what Barbie looked like and how many different types of Barbie you were able to purchase and all these other things. I'm really excited for the idea that Barbie and the brand and the company and whoever owns the Barbie name and all of that stuff that they're trying to make a more inclusive Barbie story. They're trying to make it bigger. They're trying to make it better. That part I am so far behind because it is not right that every single doll in the early 2000s was blonde and blue eyed. Like that is not okay. And I'm not there for that. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying like Margot Robbie to me was a slightly questionable actress choice. However, the people that chose her are very high paid people who do their job for a living and they know what they're doing. So I'm going to watch the movie. I'm going to give it a fair chance. I'm going to do the best that I can. And 
I mean, I played with Barbies. Like, I love Barbie. I love the whole fucking, the whole corporation. Like, the Barbie dream house. It was I insane. love it. I love it. The Barbie airplane, the Barbie in the fucking veterinary outfit. Like, I loved it all. And I still do. And I, like, I will buy Barbies for my children one day. But I will say that, like, with the whole Barbie movie and the Barbie enterprise and all of that stuff, I'm excited that they're putting out something that is inclusive and it's good for everybody. And I'm happy to keep the Barbie brand alive as long as they're trying to expand what Barbie really means for children. Because, like I said, I will be buying Barbies for my kids one day. Like, I do think it's important. It is very nostalgic. It's very sentimental for a lot of people. And I love it for that. And even though Garrett doesn't think I'm going to like the movie, I'm going to just give it my best shot. I'm going to try to love it. I'm not ever the type of person who's going to go pay to see a movie in a theater knowing that I'm not going to like it. So I'm going in there with the mindset that I'm going to love it. And maybe it'll be my favorite movie. Who knows? However... Since the last time that we recorded, there is something else that we do need to talk about, and it's kind of a darker note. So we're going to change gears here, and I just want everyone to sort of prepare yourself because what we're about to talk about is not so fun. Garrett and I have been big fans of the show Euphoria for a while now. We love the show. It's a really good show, and we're looking forward to the new season. But it has been news that on July 31st, 2023, Angus Cloud, who played Fezco in the HBO series Euphoria, has passed away. So we just want to say something on that because both Garrett and I really loved Fezco's character. I mean, I'm not going to try and front and say something we don't know. Like, we've never known of Angus Cloud before Euphoria. It's not like we've been fans of his for a long time or anything like that. However, his role in Euphoria was a very good one. And we did like his character and we loved him and everything. And it's just very sad. This is another person who died far too young. And I just feel like it's worth talking about. It kind of, I saw a lot of reaction that was sort of saying this reminded people of Mac Miller dying. And I don't know if that's because Angus Cloud playing Fezco was sort of a similar character to Mac Miller or if it's because Angus Cloud has physical similarities to Mac Miller. But either way, it's very sad. I mean, he died too young, you guys. And on EFBF, like, I just want to say something to everybody listening. I mean, you see all of these famous people who are making big money they've got big roles they've got big jobs and they're still dying of these terrible accidents you could say drug related accidents whatever it might be but it's just like I mean I just want to say like be careful what you're doing think about what you're putting into your body think about what's happening around you think about your plan and what your future is and your motivations and your goals because this man died way too young and his family from what I've been seeing his family is real I mean obviously because they've lost a loved one and they lost him way too young but his family is really struggling and 
I just want to say something from someone who struggled with mental health in the past. Like there is so much to live for. There are other things. I'm not saying that Angus Cloud did this intentionally because I don't believe that he did. His family doesn't believe that he did. I don't think that he did anything to take his own life. However, you have to weigh the consequences of the choices that you're taking. And when you're young, it can be really hard. And when you're young, you feel like you're indestructible and you're going to live forever. But drugs and chemical drugs and things where you don't know where it's been made, just don't put it into your body. Like, it's just scary. And this man had so much to live for. And he had contracts for jobs set up for him. And he's gone now. And he's gone forever. And that's that's an action that can't be taken back. So I just want to take a second to recognize him, recognize how much we loved his character. I wish I knew Angus Cloud more, like on a personal level. I wish I had followed him more to know more to tell you right now. But I just want to say, like, I don't know. He's passed away in a very untimely death. He's passed away in a painful way. His family is really struggling. His social family of all of his fans and the people who worked with him and all of his co-actors and the people who are writing stories for him. People are struggling now because he's gone. And I just wanted to say something about him because I think it's important for people to know that your life matters so much. It matters to so many people, even if you don't think it matters to yourself, to your own life, even if you're not seeing that far. Try not to be reckless. I know it can be hard when you're young, but like, think about consequences. Think about your your future. Think about your goals and your motivations and things that you want in the future. And I'm, again, I want to reiterate that I'm not saying that Angus Cloud did this intentionally or that he wasn't thinking of those things. But I want to use this as an example of how easy it can be to like accidentally slip into that situation. It's so sad. When I first saw this, I didn't even know what to think. It was just shocking, devastating. And like you said, I want everyone to know that's listening that you're not alone. If you ever need anyone to talk to, there's always someone out there that loves you, will talk to you, there's help for you. And I hope that people learn from this and it's just another, like you said, it's just another tragedy so young, so sad. It happens way too often in society nowadays and I hate that and I don't want it to become glamorized or anything. Like it's a tragedy and so sad and like you said, it was an accident but still just a really painful loss. I love you besties and just know that you're not alone in anything and we're here for you. We love you. And yeah, super sad. So, so sad. I'm going to get really, really deep with my besties listening and just say like, I have been in a place before in my life where I was questioning that very thing. And I was like in a place where I was not sure if I wanted to continue living or not. And now that I am 24 years old, and I have seen so much of the world. I just want to say, like, I don't, I, again, I don't know if anyone listening is even going to relate to this or if it's going to touch anyone or if it's going to change anything. 
But I feel like it's my responsibility to say, as someone who's been to the very, very, very bottom of rock bottom and then gotten out of it and come to the other side, I'm 24 years old now. And the time when I was feeling that way was probably when I was 15. And I would have never met Garrett. We would have never had this podcast. I would have never graduated high school with some of my best friends. I would have never gone to college. I would have never joined a sorority and made all the friends that came with that. I would have never done volunteer work that meant a lot to me personally. I would have never been able to advance my career, advance my knowledge. I would have never gotten to that point. And I'm 24 years old now. And looking back, I'm like, what the fuck was I even thinking? Because so much has happened from then to now that have been probably the best years of my life. And so I guess the last thing I want to say on this is like, even if you feel like you have nothing to live for, the things that you have to live for, the things that make life worth living, you don't know them yet because that's part of the beauty and the mystery of life. But it's on the horizon, and it's coming, and it's there. So keep going. If you have mental health issues, like, just be real with yourself about it. Take accountability for it and do something about it. Either go through, like, a online therapist, see a therapist in real life, tell an adult, tell someone that you know. Talk about it because life can be really really hard a lot of the times things can be really shitty like your mic can just give out on you totally randomly and ruin your whole special feature but something else beautiful can come from it so you have to keep pushing forward thinking about Angus made me really sad and I just wanted to talk about it on the podcast because we never know what our besties are going through we never know who's listening Exactly. And we just want to make sure that everyone listening knows we are a safe space. Like, if you need somebody, somebody's there. You just have to look. If anyone ever needs to talk to anyone, we're always here for you guys. So, I hope everyone enjoyed our little extra, extra podcast today. We just wanted to hop on and sprinkle something in there for you. In the next few weeks, we have some really exciting stuff coming up. So please stay tuned. And we love you for listening. Follow us on Instagram at EFBF Podcast. And we'll see you next time. We love you guys so much. And if you didn't like this week's episode and you're disappointed because you didn't get what you deserved, you can wholeheartedly blame me, Chloe Garside, because it's my fault, because it was my mic that broke down. But I want you to know that we love you so much. <laughs> we will see you next week, and we love you. We Thank sure you. do. Bye. Goodbye.